You're listening to the TV Obsessive channel, presented by tvobsessive.com. The Expanse and the Holy Trinity of Science Fiction. Written and read by Ryan Lucio. devout lovers of the almighty genre of science fiction, waited in hope for the next great text to rise up and entertain us. Finally, our faith was rewarded, for given unto us, courtesy of James S. A. Corey, came The Expanse, a science fiction series of which we'd never seen the likes of before. This gave us cause for celebration. We rejoiced and gave thanks. Then, like so many other promising sci-fi series before it, it was taken from us too quickly. But this time it was different. We congregated, rose up, made our voices heard, until finally our prayers were answered. The wise men and women of Amazon Prime chose to resurrect the latest of our great texts, restoring it to its rightful place at the head of the sci-fi genre. For this, we rejoice and give thanks once more. In all seriousness, though, the science fiction genre has always had a continuous stream of content making its way to the screen, so much so that it's sometimes hard to filter through, to weed out the good from the bad. Oftentimes, it feels like we're forced to enjoy them or risk them disappearing from our streaming networks forever. We've seen that happen before. We've learnt now to appreciate the mediocre because it's a better alternative than having nothing at all. But to me, and maybe to you, these series only barely feel the deep void in our pounding science fiction hearts. It's like starving for a yummy brunch, but then only getting served stale bread. Sure, you'll eat it, but you know it's just a nibble of how good it could be. You need eggs and avocado and toasted sourdough and possibly some halloumi. We know this because we've eaten great brunch before and we know how good it should be. Stale bread, it just ain't brunch. And all these spin-offs, they just ain't original science fiction. Until recently, there had been two great pillars propping up the world of science fiction series. The first was Star Trek The Next Generation. Now I appreciate the original series was there first, but to me it felt more of a plucky hero saves the day space opera that, while it immediately created many science fiction tropes, it didn't do as much to expand on the sci-fi genre as a whole. Also, I like it less, and this is my article, so tough luck. The second pillar was Stargate SG-1, a series based on the 1994 film Stargate. These shows were a revolution in science fiction, with subgenres so elemental it's hard to imagine they hadn't even existed before. They'd set the benchmark for what fans expected from the genre. But inevitably, they both went away and we were once again left in a mediocre sci-fi limbo. 
Sure, perhaps one or two promising stars sparkled briefly before being snuffed out by the networks, but ultimately we were just left to endure spin-offs and remakes while we let the rise of comic book cinema try to fill that void in our hearts. During this dark age, however, something special was happening. Two writers, Daniel Abraham and Ty Frank, were creating something original. A new universe with new heroes and a new story was being told and shared through their novels. Then a miracle happened. In December 2015, this new, original, detailed, vast science fiction narrative aired as a series on the Sci-Fi Network. It brought the hopes and dreams of many, many, many fans to life. The Expanse was the brunch of the decade. It was the smashed avocado on sourdough with a frothy cappuccino and cold-pressed fruit juice. It was everything every sci-fi lover had forgotten they'd ever been waiting for. After almost four decades, the holy trinity of science fiction was complete. Finally, we had another story we'd be able to watch and re-watch again and again for decades to come. Just like we'd done, just like we'd been doing with the next gen and Stargate before it. But what exactly is it that sets these shows above the swarm of other science fiction television that comes and goes? What are the genre-defining elements that'll keep us talking about these shows in particular for another 40 years? For me, it comes down to the execution of three core foundations. The premise, the plausibility of technology, and the sustainability of the narrative. Premise, in this case, refers to all those general elements that make up any fiction, such as setting, characters, the point of view, the theme, and the tone. The premise is the first thing to get right for a new science fiction series. Not every one of these elements has to be original for each new story that is told, but Swapping out at least a couple of these elements goes part of the way to creating something original. If not enough elements are swapped around, we, us devourers of content, easily see the overlap of our other favorite shows. The Orville provides a perfect example. We can easily see the overlap with Star Trek The Next Generation, but it swaps out the element of tone. Everything else is kept more or less the same, but the tone is comedic instead of dramatic. In this case, of course, it was done intentionally to create a fresh take on the classic genre. In other cases, the swap out of the premise elements is far more subtle, but live long enough and you'll begin to see the same things repeated over and over. What sets apart the holy trinity of science fiction series is that they refresh more than one of these premise elements, which result in something almost completely unique. Let's take a look at Star Trek. 
The next generation is a glimpse of a society far into the future. We follow a civilization formed around shared morals that is just doing its darnest to stick to them even when they conflict with human nature. Upholding these morals requires the discipline and professionalism which form the underlining tone of the show. It takes itself seriously, adding gravitas to the ideals it presents and lending plausibility to its universe. Accompanying the future setting and serious tone are idealistic characters. In the next gen, our heroes are frequently at the top of the space food chain, both in technology but also in society, as we perceive it from today at least. Rarely do we need to root for the Enterprise crew. Rather, we're merely there to learn from them on their journey of exploration. Sure, there is war and politics, etc., etc., but all these are just deviations from the one central theme, exploration. The theme of exploration is one of the elements shared between the next gen and SG-1. It's worth saying exploration as a theme is used by surprisingly few sci-fi stories. Most are survival themed. The theme of exploration is part of what keeps these two shows relatively fresh even today, as resolution rests on new discoveries and not just winning or losing. Exploration is what takes the Enterprise to new star systems and new nebulas and meeting new aliens, and it's what takes the SG teams through the Stargate every day. However, while the theme is the same, the setting is very different. In contrast to the next gen, SG-1 is set in today's day and age, and humanity is plagued with all the familiar shortfalls and quirks that we recognize in our own life. The characters here, too, contrast those of the next gen. The heroes in SG-1 are very much the underdogs in the newly opened up universe they have the privilege to explore. They have no more worldly or universal wisdom than you or I may have. Every challenge is new and almost always over the team's head, and we are just part of that team. We feel like they need our support, like we could help them if we were only there. This exploration from a contemporary 21st century setting is no darker or lighter than the next gen. It is, however, arguably, less afraid to poke fun of itself. And thank you, Richard Dean Anderson, for that. Unlike SG-1 and The Next Gen, the tone of the expanse is far darker, and the darkness stems from the survival theme that kicks off the show. Whether it's the human race surviving a system-wide war, or our heroes just trying to survive another day, self-preservation is the big motivator. Surviving against adversity places the characters neatly into the underdog category here too. The good and the bad tends to be divided up between those who hold all the cards and those who are trying to uncover them. And our heroes are definitely trying to uncover them. Perhaps the most compelling element of the Expanse's premise is the setting. 
the stage of this whole story isn't the present, as with SG-1. Nor is it the distant future like it is with the next gen. It's actually the not-too-distant future. A time period that feels plausibly obtainable to us living right now today. One where human society is split over the system and where the economic powers of the solar system are shifting. This plausible future leads us to the second foundation of good science fiction. The plausibility. When it comes to plausibility, what sets the expanse apart from the next gen and SG-1 is how it uses physics in space travel. The show is bound by our conventional understanding of physics, creating a realism that is otherwise unseen in sci-fi television. Suddenly, speed requires acceleration and slowing down requires equal and opposite force. Traveling distances takes time, changing directions means g-forces, and the only artificial gravity is what is generated by thrust or spin. There's no gravity plating here. This level of realism is new in science fiction series, and it creates drama in itself. In contrast, technology in the next gen is completely fictional, almost from the ground up. However, it still remains somewhat in the realm of plausibility. This is mainly because of its distant future setting. It is far beyond our current understanding of physics. So who's to say it won't exist in a few hundred years? The show also goes to great, great, great lengths to explain how the technology works. There are made-up elements, particles, metals, drives, fields, and even physics itself. All of that, working together, creates the plausibility of the fictional universe. Like The Expanse and The Next Gen, SG-1's unique utilization of technology also lends itself to plausibility. At least in the first six seasons, all the unfamiliar technology was explicitly alien. Everything from the little zap guns to the Stargate itself were collected. Part of the adventure across all the Stargate shows is understanding and utilizing this new collected technology. I mean, that's the mandate of the Stargate program, after all. Of course, like the next gen, their technology is unrealistic and beyond physics as we understand it. But also, like the next gen, it isn't taken for granted. There's always an explanation provided of how something may work, even if the components that make it work are completely fictional. This continues throughout the show until humans are the technological superiority of the galaxy. It works well, and I believe it. So far, we've heard how premise and plausibility are two foundations necessary for creating original science fiction series. But there is one more foundation which helps elevate the next gen, SG-1 and The Expanse, to their divine status, and that is sustainability. Under the broader theme of exploration, 
the next generation and SG-1 could have technically continued indefinitely. Whether by warp speed or stargate, the galaxy is a big place, and there are always many new adventures to be had. Obviously, in the real world, other factors determined the longevity of the shows, but in the fictional universes, they had no limits. For shows with a survival theme, sustainability can be harder to reach. We can't watch a cat and mouse story unfold indefinitely. Either the heroes have to eventually die, or they have to destroy their adversaries, escape the danger, find their sanctuaries and survive. It's at this point, if the show reaches this point, that a survival science fiction series can either end its run or evolve. And with the coming of season four of The Expanse, the evolution is well underway. The Expanse was very much survival themed at its core. But at the end of season three, all that changed. 1300 gates opened up, all leading to seemingly habitable solar systems. A new age of exploration has begun, and with it, there are many more questions that need answering about the builders of the protomolecule and the gate system itself. With these changes, the sustainability has shifted from finite to infinite. Our heroes have survived, and now the next great adventure is beginning. I've read ahead in the novels, and without spoiling anything, I'm pleased to report that the premise hasn't completely diverged from its survival theme. Our heroes still struggle just to get through the day, but the sustainability of the show is no longer restricted. There are seasons worth of mysteries to explore and unfold, enough to last at least as long as the show continues to air. It's this shift to an exploration theme that has enabled The Expanse to take up its place in the holy trinity of science fiction television. It's guaranteed that, like The Next Generation and like SG-1, even if there are a hundred seasons, we'll always be left wanting more, because there's just so much more left to explore. These three shows, Star Trek The Next Generation, Stargate SG-1, and The Expanse, are complete. They have original premises, plausible technology, and sustainable drama. For me, they are the pillars of science fiction. They are the holy trinity. I have erected a shrine, and now I pass my respects daily. We'd been missing the next great science fiction series for years, but we hadn't known what exactly we were missing. When The Expanse did finally arrive, we immediately recognized it for what it was, a timeless classic. Unlike so many shows before it, it didn't just fill the hole we collectively shared. It expanded our hearts and minds. Pun intended. What three science fiction series make up your holy trinity? Is there another show out there that deserves a place above the altar?